come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ser sentados, por favor. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 135 of Word on the Main Street podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And today we've got a special treat for you. I think it's a special treat. For sure. Lucky uh, you guys, you don't have to hear from me too much. Yeah, yeah. Brian bailed on this. Uh, I didn't bail. It kind of came together really fast. It did. It did. And I was unable to make it. It did. But uh, it it happened. It worked. And I'm glad it did. And uh, I'm excited to listen and hear something new. Yeah. Because usually uh, I listen and I hear us say the same thing we said (laughs) the day before. So you're good. You listen. I I, listen every every episode. (laughs) Oh, I do. There was a post in our podcast group here in Utah who actually listens to their episodes after they were, were you the only released? one? Oh no, I am really? not. One guy said he re- listens to his episodes at least four times. Interesting. Once when he's editing, once when he's getting ready to post it, once after he posts it. It's not and uncommon it, for people to it. listen to their own episode. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so I get with the program. Be. But I do listen to a lot while editing, so... Well, that's probably <laughs> why you don't listen, then. I don't do all the editing that Sean has to do, it's true. So. Brian wants to hear the finished product. Yep. <laughs> Even though it's not usually very different from no. what we do. Right? We're a very we, unedited podcast. I did like the touch, though, last week of throwing in the Haunted Mansion music in the background. Oh, did you notice that? I did notice that. We <laughs> haven't had background. We, we don't often have background music, so we uh, used maybe. to. Maybe we don't. Maybe we do. Oh. Maybe I keep it at a good level where you don't even notice. Maybe I don't. But last week it must have been too loud. No, it wasn't too loud. It was perfect. <laughs> I like being able to hear it while the conversation's going. Nice. Um, in fact, I mixed a couple tracks mm-hmm. on my own. Fun. Yeah, so. Maybe I'll have to go re-listen and <laughs> pick it out. All right, but before we get into it, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented, um, <coughs> very great, has a very great personality sponsor <laughs> getaway today. Absolutely. Um, guys, on Friday, the holiday season is going to be in full swing at the Disneyland Resort, and you guys are going to want to get down there. Uh, it's a fantastic time to be at the park. Um, I'm not going to be there this year, but I do highly recommend the week before Thanksgiving. Uh, it always seems to be very pleasant down there, weather-wise and somewhat crowd-wise. Uh, depends on the days, um, usually on the ends. Like, the beginning of the week and the end of the week are pretty crowded, but the middle is usually pretty good. I highly recommend Middle's it. Middle's always my favorite time to go, no matter the time yeah. you're here. Yeah, middles of the week are usually <laughs> good. Um, even during the summer, I feel like middles of the week are usually more relaxed in crowd capacity but uh if you guys want to get down and check out this year's holiday season at the disney resort make sure you get 
in touch with Getaway today and let them know, of course, about our promo code. That's Main Street 10. It's all lowercase, the number one zero. And that's going to get you $10 off any two night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them at www.getawaytoday.com or give them a call at 855 Getaway. That's 438 2929. And that $10 could get you some peppermint. Mickey beignets. Those are so good. I imagine they're going to be back. They're they're every year. They they are, yeah. Have you had the peppermint ones? uh, I think once upon a time I did. They're so good. I think. Uh, My favorite moment of our trip last year was uh sitting at New Orleans Station waiting for the train Mm. with my peppermint beignets in hand. Yes. Oh, my gosh. What a way to end the night. Similar to my favorite uh, moment or type of moment is getting a a bag of beignets, mint julep, sitting there in front of the rivers of America. Yes. Listening to the sounds of New Orleans Square. We were at New Orleans Station waiting to get on the train to go take us back to the main gate. Nice. As we were ending our night. Uh, so, so you're pretty much going to do the full circle, right? Pretty before. much. We only missed one leg of the trip, and that was between Main Street Station and New Orleans Station. Nice, so. nice. But yeah, Perfect. I'm starting to go through withdrawals pretty, pretty <laughs> heavy that I won't be in the park right. this year. But I'll make it through. You'll do it. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll live to tell the tale. <laughs> All right, well, this week at the Disneyland Resort, if you're planning on going, here are the hours. Uh, Tomorrow, Thursday, November 7th, Disneyland's open 9 to 12, with DCA open 9 to 8. Friday, November 8th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 10. And then Saturday, the 9th, and Sunday, the 10th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 11. Monday, the 11th, Disneyland's open 8 to 12, with DCA open 8 to 10. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, November 12th and 13th, Disneyland's open 8 to 10, with DCA open 8 to 8. The events coming up are the Festival of Holidays. Make sure to visit uh, Sliderland if it's still there. Hopefully we'll get a foodie guide. I was hoping for one. Still nothing, huh? Yeah. I figured we just weren't doing it because we had the big interview doesn't exist yet Hmm. no foodie guide yet tomorrow tomorrow will probably be the day or after we wrap up recording (laughs) not that we have time today to cover it anyway so it's probably good that it's not out yet thank you disney for knowing yes uh but yeah festival of holidays and viva navidad are happening over at california adventure as well as the holiday season at disneyland uh that's all kicking off on Friday, November 8th, just like Brian had mentioned minutes ago, right? You mentioned that, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> While I was talking about Getaway Today. Yes. And then the closures, It's a Small World is still closed, but it will reopen on Friday, and it will be the Small World holiday, which I almost like more. <laughs> I actually do. I don't I know think. if that's like blasphemous to say, but the thing is with holiday is you still get the regular song, 
That's true. But it's intertwined with a Christmas song. Usually. Until you get to the end, when it becomes Deck the Halls. Yeah. (coughs) Excuse me. I love it. My favorite part is probably going by the mermaids and hearing them sing Jingle Shells. Jingle Shells. Yes. I forgot about that. But I just, I don't know. It feels more magical. It does. You got all the lights on the outside. It feels cooler in there, I feel like, during the holiday overlay. Maybe it's just because the weather outside (laughs) is cooler, so it feels cooler in there. I don't know. I just feel like the air is ramped up to make it feel colder in there. It's possible, too. Than normal. Disney has a way. They do. So. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just because (laughs) the exterior temperature is not middle of the summer hot. And it makes it feel cooler inside. This episode brought to you by Sean's <laughs> lip smacking Coke Zero Orange Vanilla. Oh, yeah. Delish. <laughs> and still have yet to get them to sponsor us and provide beverages. Have we? I know I haven't. I probably we need to reach out. We should. We mention your drinks. Give us free stuff. Yeah, and it's the official drink of Disney, isn't it? It is. Coca Cola. I don't don't know if they have orange vanilla. But but they still have Coke. No Pepsi. Right? It's true. Wouldn't it be weird if we got sponsored by Pepsi? That would be. Being a Disney podcast. (laughs) That's that wrong. That might be blasphemy. Even though the Golden Horseshoe (laughs) Review was once upon a time sponsored by Pepsi Cola. So yeah. Small World Holiday. Friday, November eighth. Indeed. Me and Brian both agree it is better and more magical. So uh, go check that out. And then Autopia is closed until the 8th as well. And Indiana Jones is also closed until the 8th. Hmm. So if you're there before the 8th, I apologize. Yeah, this week's kind of going to kind of be... Uh... Yeah. Well, I guess not too bad. I mean, Autopia it's just is not really a big loss. Autopia, Indiana Jones, and Small World. <laughs> but... Small World is classic. Yeah. Indiana Jones is amazing. It is. Thank you, Tony Baxter. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish you would have come up with a more reliable ride system that doesn't break down so often, yeah, but, but pretty I'll cool. take it. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, in California Adventure, the red car trolley is closed until spring of 2020. We are getting closer to that, so I think we'll it's getting weird. not be saying that for too much longer. Yeah. Getting weird saying that and actually seeing it, like, Inching soon. closer. I mean, same we're with, into uh, November. It's crazy. Same with Rise of the Resistance. It's coming. Uh, Florida Couple will have months. theirs in, like, a month. Yeah. And then we'll have ours in, like, two. I'm not going to be able to wait to go to the park to see it firsthand. I will have to watch a ride through. <laughs> yeah. I feel like even <laughs> watching a ride through, I'm still going to be... Floored when I'm actually riding the ride. Uh, for example, Cars, the Radiator Springs Racers. Uh-huh. I wasn't expecting to go, so I thought I'd just watch it. Yeah. And then somehow I went. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, I was still amazed. Yeah. At the, uh, I don't know. Because there's an element to Disney rides of actually being present. Oh, yeah. Like, you can get the gist through a video, but there's some attractions where it totally changes when you're actually there. Yes. 
Uh, I've shown a few people that haven't ever been to Disneyland, but they tell me they really love Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm always like, hey, check this out. Yeah. You'll want to go see this. But uh, I don't think it's got the same. It doesn't translate until you see it yeah. in person. Like when you're standing in that stretch room and the lights yeah. go out and there's Jack. Pretty, pretty it's dope. pretty cool. <laughs> and the way that they work it now. I mean, I don't know if you've been during Christmas, or during the nightmare season since they changed it over. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you went with Sean to the Halloween Halloween party. party. That's right. Okay. But yeah. The stained glass thing. Oh, my gosh. So cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, yeah. I remember the first years, it was just a giant jackhead For stationary. Yeah. It's only been the last few years that they yeah, got that pretty, screen in to pretty dope, bust kids. the stained pretty glass. Dope. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. So there you go. That's this week at the Disneyland Resort with a couple of tangents. Yeah. Wouldn't be complete without a couple of it's tangents. True. I hope you guys held true to that during <laughs> the interview. I think we kind of did, yeah. Good, good. Uh, we don't want to have too straight-laced <laughs> of a show. All right. Well, let us head on over to uh, Brian's Trivia Corner. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is trivia time. We Yay. <laughs> so uh, I really enjoyed this week's question, or last week's question, I guess it was. Um, for those of you that may not have heard it, the question was, what year was the first showing of Fantasmic at the Disneyland Resort? I got a few answers. I got a lot of wrong answers, <laughs> um, but it's okay. I guess a lot of people thought it was more later. Wow, that's really bad. More later. More, <laughs> wow, really bad English there. So I, I guess everybody thought it was much later in the 90s than it was. I was actually surprised when I saw this because I didn't think it was quite that early in the 90s. Uh, but the year that that premiered was 1992. Nice. May of 1992 when was did, the premiere of when Fantasmic. When did we go as kids and <sighs> saw Fantasmic? Wasn't it pretty close? 95, maybe? Probably something like that. Nice. You we thought, need to you go thought back. it was newer than the 92. I guess so. I, I didn't even think about that first trip that we went. I also remember with. when Indiana Jones was new. Oh yeah, I was terrified. We both and were. I never, Neither I of us wanted it. to ride it. <laughs> and our parents kept trying to say, "Come on, come on." <laughs> I don't even know if you would have been tall enough. I don't know. They tried uh, to get me on. The, I don't know if I would have been tall enough. Did they even check the height? I don't know. I don't know. Mom and Dad, did you What's check the, the height, height requirements? Um, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Our cousin Jared couldn't go on it for a very long time because he's kind of <laughs> short in stature. Uh, but, um, I'm going to look it up. I remember it was like that first time we went all together for Christmas <laughs> was his first time being able to, oh, yeah. to ride Indiana Jones. Um, 
I don't remember what the height requirement is, but anyway, we did go uh, pretty close to the opening year of, uh, and that was the 40th anniversary. So that would have been 95. I bet you that's the year that you were thinking of that we saw Fantasmic. 46 inches. 46. I think I would have been. Because Beck, my, my kid, my kid is 42. He's over 42 now. Okay, yeah, you probably would have been then, because you would have been, what, six? six. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I I for sure should have been. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because I would have been nine. Yes. At the time. Indeed. Nine years old and wouldn't ride Indiana Jones. (laughs) What was wrong with me? I think that was the same trip. The Space Mountain freaked both of us out. You're probably heavily influenced by me and my scaredness. You know, (laughs) probably something similar to that. Uh, But anyway, congratulations to those of you that got it right. Better luck next time to those of you that didn't. And let's move on to this week's question. And that is going to be kind of holiday-themed for the beginning of the holiday season at the Disneyland Resort. And the question is, what year did It's a Small World receive its first holiday overlay Mm. i don't know if i've asked this question or not if i did you guys should know the answer i don't think so i didn't think that i had i don't know uh, if this gives anything away so don't answer it if it does i'm gonna type the answer into the doc here so that you can see what it is okay that answers my question (laughs) there you go all right cool Go, 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 go. Anyway, if you guys think you know the answer, <laughs> you know the deal. Send it over to me. That's Brian, B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. Awesome. Blossom. All right. So this week in Disney history, you guys are going to be mad. I'm not doing it this week. Uh, super busy week. On. Yes. Uh, so between doing the interview that we mm-hmm. did on Saturday... Um, that took up pretty much my whole Saturday, (laughs) uh, for various reasons. I did more than just go to Sean's and record this interview. Because you had your whole family with you, right? Uh, we didn't take Beck. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but we did have Ruby. So, uh, one thing we did, we stopped by Evermore Park. Oh, did you? I just wanted to see it. Oh, did you? So you didn't go in? We didn't go in. Gotcha. But I wanted to see it from the outside. Uh-huh. It's How smaller it than I thought it was going oh, to be. Oh, really? Uh, they told me it's 11 acres, so it's still pretty big. It's good size. Uh, if you're thinking Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, if you've been there, it's a little smaller than that yeah. land. Uh, but the buildings look really cool from the outside. It looks really well-themed. That's awesome. Uh, they had actually done their final night the night before I was there. Oh, for lore. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so the night I was there, they were doing a pirate party, which was super expensive. Oh, like 75 That's super expensive 79 bucks. Uh, I talked with the lady there. She said it was being catered by an iron chef of some kind. Really? And uh, there was a baker from the winner of Cupcake Wars. Really? That was going to be doing... The pastries and whatnot. Oh my goodness! And then okay, uh, maybe I'd have paid seventy-five bucks for that. Yeah, and you get the whole park. Yeah, uh, as mm. a pirate party. So I could have gone on my pirate stuff. I, I have know, lots of pirate stuff. <laughs> 
So it uh, seemed really cool, but uh, it will be closed until probably, I don't know, I think it opens in November. I think it opens this month. It's Aurora, right? That or it opens December. But uh, yeah, Aurora, it's the Christmas time. They're hoping to have their train ready for that. We'll see. Cool. Be kind of cool to have a train. It would be. Uh, so I'm going to try and go to that like I was going to try. Yeah, well. And we, go to lore. Yeah. <laughs> we need to uh, talk to Josh Shipley and be like, hey, right. we'd really like to review your park. <laughs> Maybe you could help us Listen out. Listen up, Josh. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, he listens, right? <laughs> he should. So, uh, yeah, Saturday was busy. I started a new job. Congratulations. So I've been busy with that. Orientations and things. Yeah, so it's been a busy week, and then, yeah, that's about it. So So no Disney history this week. Which is okay. Plus, we've got a big interview for you. Big as in time consuming, and I think the guest is pretty uh, pretty cool. So it's awesome. Big in that way as well. But before we get to the interview, I do want to let you know how you can support us. First of all, uh, whoa! <laughs> Brian just put down his phone on the desk and made a little clinky clink. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, first way you can support us is by sharing the podcast with those that might also enjoy it and listening every week. Uh, there's a lot of people that listen every week. We thank you. There's a lot of people that share. You're welcome. We thank you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, and if you're not doing that, feel free to do so. It helps us out tremendously. Indeed. If you would like to support us in a more monetary fashion, you can do that at Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash word on the main street. You can donate as little as a dollar, up to whatever you would like, uh, and it is a monthly donation, subscription thing, but you can cancel at any time. So there you go. And then if you'd like to get a hold of us, uh, we're on Instagram, which is our biggest, baddest, most, I don't know. Most not visited by me. Yes. Social media Because I, I use Facebook still. Instagram's where it's at, yo. I see all the same <laughs> stuff on Facebook. It's okay. I guess not all of it. But. No. Uh, but yeah, Instagram, at Word on the Main Street. We're on Twitter. Our handle is at W-O-T Main Street. And we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Word on the Main Street. You can give us a call at 801-923-2455. You can leave us a message Uh Tell us whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Do whatever you want. I don't know. And then you can email us as well. My individual email is Sean, S-E-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. And you can reach me once again at Brian, that's B-R-Y-A-N dot W-O-T-M-S at gmail.com. <laughs> Mickey's telling Sean yeah. good night. Yeah, Mickey on my phone. Hey, watch. He's telling me goodnight. Forgot oh, nice. to turn the sound off. So <laughs> there we go. Uh, before we get to the interview, we do want to let you know a little bit of news that was actually released. Uh, there is some new stuff happening for the Festival of Holidays this year. 
Uh, so I just wanted to go over that, and then we'll get to the interview. Um, so, uh, the new stuff at Festival of Holidays, we have an all-new character celebration, which is called Mickey's Happy Holidays. Hmm. So twice a day, um, it, there will be a celebration that features uh, Disney and Pixar characters, uh, and it has a mix of high-energy music, as you're invited to dance along with Mickey Mouse and pals to the magically merry rhythms of the holiday toy drummers. So that'll be over at the Paradise Gardens Park, um, and over by the Carthay Circle as well, and uh, yeah... Watch it, dance along, have fun. Absolutely. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, and then uh, they also have the Holiday Sunset Concerts over at the Palace. Palisades stage. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that'll feature the Suffragettes. Suffragettes. Suffragettes, like on Mary Poppins. Yes, sister Suffragettes. <laughs> Uh, so this is a festival cover band. Um, they will, uh, they will rock it up, you know, (laughs) I don't know if that's a term, rock it up, but they will. Uh, so they'll be playing chart topping hits from some of your favorite, favorite musical artists. Um, other nights there will be, um, fat cat swinger. That Which, sounds like something I could get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the West. It's called the West Coast's Little Big Band. So it must be a little band that does big band music. Which is great. Love big band music. Uh, so they will be doing uh, swinging selections of holiday music, which uh, sounds pretty great. I want to go see that. Uh, and then, other than that, it seems like it's basically. Uh, your normal stuff, right? It does. So, took me a second to figure out where this paradise or the Palisades stage was. Did you get it? It's right in front of World of <laughs> Color. It looks like. Yeah, I think it's where uh, Goofy. I don't know if you ever seen this, where Goofy does a little show. He's like a conductor, and it uses the the uh, fountains. Oh, nice. I don't know if I've seen that. It's almost like one of those goofy cartoons where you're learning something. Oh, really? The how-to goofy movies. Or goofy cartoons. That's a show They need to make more of those. Yeah, I agree. With, like, the new animation style that they've been doing. I'd like to see that. More of the how-tos. I would love that. Yeah, that little performance was narrated by Corey Burton. Oh, that's perfect. And, uh, yeah. It's basically a how-to. He could... Wasn't it? Was it Paul Frees that did the narration of the originals? Know. Not sure. It was like Paul Frees esque, though. Yeah, which would be if it like wasn't Corey him. Burton. <laughs> exactly. That's why I was asking if it yeah. was him that did it. I'm originally. sure Corey Burton did it on the Goofy Sky School. Oh, as I'm well. sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that is it. New stuff at Festival of Holidays. Be excited. Holidays at the parks. Is awesome. Yep. So, all right. Well, we're going to jump in to this interview. This might make the episode go a little bit longer than normal. 
Um, it was it was a longer uh, interview, but a lot of good information, I think, out of Bryce. So uh, we are interviewing. Well, Brian didn't make it. But, I was not there. Uh, filling in for Brian was our man on the main street, Mr. Sean Rapier. He's basically part right. of the show, too. So, <laughs> um, But yeah, we interviewed uh, Bryce Randall. Uh, if you ever see his credit on any animated projects, it will be Q Bryce Randall. Um, he's got a book out uh, currently, which is uh, basically a father and son book. He'll tell you more about it, uh, but it's called Making Magical Memories, a father and son's handbook to the Disneyland Resort. Uh, it is written by him and his son about the Disneyland Resort, and then he's got a new book coming out soon, which he will talk about in the interview, but just want to let you guys know he's uh, he's an editor for Disney. He's done Disney animation editing, as well as for an upcoming attraction, which you'll hear about a little I'm so excited to later. hear this tomorrow. All right, guys, without further adieu, I think I said that right. Sounds good to like me. Like an authentic French. Sorry, I'm not way. in French class. I'm in Spanish <laughs> class. How would the Spanish say that? I don't think they do. <laughs> if they do, I haven't learned it yet. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, here is our interview with Bryce Randall. All right, folks, we're here. Uh, of course, I'm Sean. We're on the main street. Here, filling in for Brian. I'm Sean Rapier, the man on the main street. And uh, we are interviewing... Do you like to go by Q, Bryce? I just Bryce, Bryce Randall's fine. Q, Bryce Randall's the written That's your expression. credit. That's my credit. <laughs> yeah. Dude, when you got all the credits on the films, do you do the Q, Bryce I do, Randall? I do the Q, Bryce Randall because um, it's... Uh, a different it makes me different than you know not many people have a q in their first name yeah. so i have to use it and i go by middle my middle name and then it's also like a my dad's name is quint i'm quint bryce randall the second so rather okay. than put q bryce randall the second i just keep it q that bryce sounds randall pretty prestigious though. it does it does <laughs> it is very prestigious so. when you get your own disney window on main street <laughs> it's gonna be it'll be the q bryce randall it's gonna be like in the uh a run-down <laughs> Main Street, the upside-down Main Street. <laughs> yeah. We'll have my name, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So um, tell us a little, bit, a little bit about yourself. What do you do for the Disney company? Yeah, I, I work in development at Walt Disney TV Animation, Television Animation. I'm an editor. Uh, worked in, I've worked on live action and uh, animated TV shows and films. Uh I have worked for Disney specifically currently. I've worked there a few times and been there about three and a half years now. I was on a show called Star vs. the Forces of Evil yeah. for about a year and a half. Um, and then, yeah, I've been in development the past two years. So, help make shows for... I work with creators who bring show ideas to Disney, uh, whether it's Disney Channel, Disney Plus, or uh, online online content, nice. shorts content. And then I uh, collaborate with them to help them make the, you know, their vision come to life. I think to me, the most exciting thing, tell us where your office is. 
Oh, I. Where is where is your office? What's the, well, what's I, the area I work called? at the what, on the Walt Disney Studios Just campus. Just the fact that you work on the Walt Disney <laughs> Studios campus. How yes, cool is I, that? I work right across the street from the Imagineering headquarters right now. Ah, for crying That's out loud! Awesome. Um, that is awesome. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I work in this little red brick building on Sonora Avenue in Glendale, which is like. You know, it's really cool to go over the Disney main campus in Burbank. Sometimes I kind of forget that I'm like, oh, yeah, I work here, <laughs> you know, because it's a tram ride across town to it. But at the same time, you get to walk over and Imagineering is kind of like that where Walt had it set up to work away from Roy and the rest of the company. Yeah. It was like the the cool club. Yeah. For a while, and you're right next to that, and you get to kind of be involved with that. That is so. awesome. See, I think that's really cool. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you mentioned Disney Plus. Yeah. What are you working on for Disney Plus? If you, you can know, say. I can't even say anything that I'm doing. <laughs> uh, that's like the, the great and bad news about being in development is that you uh, are always working on several different projects at the same uh-huh. time. And there are shows that I know have been greenlit but i can't say until there's a public (laughs) announcement and um but you know uh the last show that i touched that has been greenlit is a show called the curse of molly mcgee Hmm. um i don't know that one yeah it's it'll be on disney channel (laughs) yeah and the guys who created it are named bob roth and uh bill mott and they did uh the star wars Lego Freemakers huh. uh, series, uh, amongst tons of other shows, and they're hilarious, and it'll be really fun. It's about a little girl who moves into a house, and the house is haunted, Ooh. and the ghost <laughs> places a curse on the little girl, and she takes it as uh, them to be destined best friends. Nice. Kind of nice. flips the curse awesome. the other way around. It's very cute. Uh, and I think that's I think that's all that I can talk about. <laughs> all right, but past project wise, yeah. there is one project you worked on. Oh, I know what you're going to talk far about. Far more important than any project ever. Uh huh. Which one is it, Sean? No, uh, it's a little. It's a little. Uh, a little show called Tron Uprising. Yeah, I worked on Tron Uprising. Uh, oh, of course. Oh, that's probably like I love Tron. I've told Uprising. I've told you this before. That is like I think that that and that will also be on Disney Plus. So yeah, I'm, yeah, my, my boys kids are all old enough. That out. Yeah, my kids are all old enough now that they're like, wait a second. So you worked on this, you know? Because yeah. when when I was working on it, my oldest was six years old. Uh-huh. So now that he's old enough to be like, wait, Elijah Wood, he's more <laughs> like, wait, Frodo is on that show. It's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's that's probably the project that I am. Uh, I mean, I've worked on a, a lot of really cool things and here and there. I, what's fun about being in development is I get to help other shows. So I've been able to work on some of the new DuckTales episodes and uh, help out on, I helped with Phineas and Ferb and Gravity Falls here and there. Yeah. But Tron, Up, <laughs> Tron Uprising to me is this, it was such a risk, I think, for that company to take. Yeah. And I don't think that they felt like it was a huge success, but it, it's something that it's they were always animation. very, yeah, very I mean, proud it's graphic of. novel. Yeah. It's the animation awesome. of it is totally different from anything else they had. Yeah. Was that an XD show? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, Tron uprising will be on Disney plus and Charlie bean, who was our executive producer and like main director, 
He directed the uh, new Lady in the Tramp movie oh, that that's is cool. coming to Disney Plus. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a great storyteller. I'm sure it's, it's exciting. Awesome. Disney so. Plus obviously is coming out yeah. here pretty soon, November twelfth. Yeah. Um. So you're an editor. I'm an editor. How did you get your start uh, with editing? Uh, I started messing around with old versions of what became Adobe Premiere in high school and Final Cut Pro uh-huh. and. Uh, I think we were on Final Cut Pro 2. Um, and then I uh, was... Oh, anyway, I got into it. I went to BYU mm. and uh, studied film and media arts there and uh, worked really hard, didn't take a semester off, and just tried to get as much experience as I could while mm. I was going to school. And um, did a summer associate program at Walt Disney Pictures and got to be like the intern, the editorial intern on Pirates 2 and 3 for oh, about cool. four or five months. Awesome. So they had shot them back to back. And so I was there when 2 came out. Uh-huh. And so I got to do some of the further along post-production process where they were like testing film prints, which they don't do anymore. <laughs> uh, testing film prints and uh, deciding which ones would be like the masters to send out to different countries to uh-huh. like make their own replicated film prints so you didn't start in animation no i kind of fell into it later i was uh networking and trying to find work and ended up meeting a couple people in animation who kind of convinced me that it was worth looking into Mm because animation editing is a lot like uh modeling with clay and working on live action is a lot like uh sculpting with marble um you know you get what you get when you're Marvel, you make a mistake and you got to figure out how to sculpt around it and make that part and discover the sculpture as you're going animation. When you're doing it with clay, you're building it along. And if you need to grab a whole hunk more, or you know, take it down and uh-huh. start it all over again, that's what you do. And so when you're working on an animated feature film, you end up kind of rebuilding the same film six or seven times. And so, you know, if you have a joke that's funny the first time you pitch it, mm. when you watch it two and a half years later, you like don't know if it's funny anymore. I think Pete Doctor has talked about like if you watch things on YouTube and there's a whole uh, great little episode about animation editing that's also on the Inside Out Blu-ray. Um, mm. There's a little featurette, but you know, it's like telling a joke and waiting three years to see if anybody laughs it still works yeah yeah you know Can't it's like oh that was funny the first time you know um and you start to kind of part of my job is to remind the creators as we're going along you know that laugh played really well in the test screening so i know that you want to cut it but don't I'm like well i know it's just not funny anymore and i was like yeah you've seen it 60 <laughs> times it's not funny anymore so right anyway. So you got to kind of see it with fresh eyes yeah so i i got i got invited to help on a screening for the crudes when I was at, you know, at DreamWorks. Mm-hmm. And that was my first real jump into animation. Um, and then from there I kind of stuck with it. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, so you've done quite a bit for Disney Yeah, and we're a Disney podcast. So uh, what, I know you've named some projects you've worked on before, Phineas and Ferb, Gravity Falls. What other Disney projects have you been uh, a part me, of? I've done uh, a few watch some of these, um, if you watch big city greens, which is not like a huge Disney legacy show, but my kids really like it. Uh-huh. And it's pretty funny. Um, there's some, uh, they're called, uh, we have, we've had to change random rings is what they're called. They're a YouTube series. If you look up that, 
uh, there's some pretty funny, they're not quite crank calls. Mm. Um, but what was so fun about that is that they had this like improv recording session where mm. they have the actors come up with all these different things. Like one is uh cricket calls a grocery store and he's trying to get basically free food. Cricket's the main character, free food to do something called like a yogurt sledding hill in a city. <laughs> and so he ends up talking to the shop owner and then, you know, these guys improv this whole thing of like these different scenarios that would happen during this phone call for like an hour. And then, I got to treat it more like a documentary, go back and just build something really funny, work with the shorts department and blah, 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 and then do that, do that. That was a really fun thing that I did recently. I think the thing that is most interesting to you guys that I've been able to work on is the uh, uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway. Yeah. I was like, oh, there you go. That's what you wanted to hear. (laughs) I I was going to lead you into a question on that. I was like... What have I worked on? <laughs> yeah, that's a, no, that's yeah. The big I one. Uh, I worked on uh, the uh, animatics animation mm-hmm. for uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway, and um, I finished working on that about a year ago. Oh, wow! Yeah, I know that they're installing the ride right mm-hmm. now, and I've got to see a preview of it. Uh, not in the ridescape, but graphics. How the oh, animation has turned out, and what's great about doing that is when I'm working on it, it's black and white storyboards Mm. and then when you see it go from like a 24 inch monitor and then you see how the ride's going to be projected in a warehouse in glendale you're like oh (laughs) that's so cool and i i really like the great movie ride uh i only went on it two or three times Mm. uh i know a lot of people are some are bummed about yeah that going away but then when I like walked in and saw a test of it, I was just blown away. Yeah. So that's awesome. So I assume there's not a whole lot. you. Can I know. I'm like, about. I think that's all I can say. <laughs> if you watch the Mickey shorts, uh-huh. uh, there will be a lot of, uh, you know, it's the same team that built the Mickey shorts, helped mm-hmm. do the animation for so that. It's that style of animation. It's that style of animation. Uh, and they've done like a really good job of like, including that team, um, in with that or not only is it a different animation style but mickey mouse has a completely different attitude okay (laughs) so this is really interesting to me uh i know and if you listen to i believe bob Iger's newest book like we'll talk about some of this too but um i was talking to a friend of mine that's in casting about when they were trying to find the voice for these mickey shorts and Wayne Alwine had just passed away who voiced Mickey up until that point. And they were going, we want to do like this different style of Mickey. And it's, you know, it's Mickey's voice. It's a big sensitive topic. And so he went back to Walt's recordings of recording Mickey to find the new voice, yeah. not <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. going cool. through all of the different, you know, cause there's been all these different, yeah. and you don't want to call them uh, more like iterations rather than yeah, like evolutions. Sure. And sure enough, like the guy who's got the current, in the Mickey shorts sounds more like Walt doing the voice than, uh, than the oh, other that's one. That's awesome. Have, so. have you been to the Walt Disney museum in, in uh, San Francisco? Family no, museum? I haven't yet. They had, Not yet. They had a whole display, a Mickey mouse, like separate work, you know, a yeah. touring, whatever we went through it and they actually had where you could press the button and hear all of the oh, yeah. samples. That's cool. It's funny. Cause I would have told you that they all sound alike. Yeah. And then you go through and you hear them one at a time. Yeah. No, they're all totally different. Yeah. Like, it's amazing how, well, how different each one is. And, you know, it's not like they use they don't use the same guy who does the Mickey shorts as they do, you know, Mickey Roadster Racers or 
any of those shows. Yes. They're different. That's Brett Ewan, different. right? Yeah. 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 They'll do, you know, uh, different things for that. But yeah. That's... So I'm super bummed about the great movie ride, but that's nostalgia. I mean, I, <laughs> I went the first year that uh, that park opened when it was Disney MGM Studios. <laughs> yeah. And we got in all super excited. And then an hour and a half later, we went, oh, that's it. We're done. Okay. Right. Right. Good. Uh, but. The Great Movie Ride's been there forever. I, I love The Great Movie Ride, and I was like, this will be great. I'll take my kids on it. I've made them watch Singing in the Rain. I've made, you know, <laughs> And then they ended up closing their eyes half the time because they were so scared of the alien part. Yeah, the alien <laughs> part is intense. But yeah. also, it did get a little outdated, and that would have cost a lot to mm-hmm. update. Well, and if you think about like in the current, in like the current landscape of you know intellectual property, like what a nightmare it is to try oh and get gosh, certain yeah. studios to pay for their... Yeah aspects to upgrade and you know the whole, it was almost like a wizard of oz ride to a point because that yeah. seemed like it dominated more of the ride than uh any other yeah it. i mean that was the entire and there's movie. that room there was a room that you were in and the projector where you could tell it was supposed to be the tornado where you get yeah. sent back to kansas and then they never finished it <laughs> there's great episode little episodes on things like defunct land and defunct land yeah things Kevin like that Berger. talk about it yeah yeah and i feel like that's gonna be similar to when they closed tower of terror Right. To upgrade it to Guardians of the Galaxy. There's a lot of outrage. I don't know. I don't know if they will do that on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying with yeah. the great movie Red oh, turning right, into yeah, Mickey right. Mouse. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. I think there's a lot of people that are unhappy. Yeah. But I think that... I, I gotta say... They'll end up being happy about I that. I guess because of the rights, they may never do it on the East Coast. But the way that building is, they could do so much because you actually do <laughs> ride through the building. Oh, yeah. First, they could really deck it out yeah it's pretty impressive yeah. yeah we were looking we're going to disney world in a couple of weeks and so we were looking at you know i keep an eye on the wait times of how things uh-huh. are gonna look and stuff <laughs> and that just seems to have such like a longer wait than it has before and i don't know if it's because more people are going to mm. hollywood studios because star wars is open there now and toy story is open but i know they they also changed the fast past years and that's a whole other spiel but you know now that it's the one place you can do that, mm-hmm. right? I think Tokyo has their own version yeah. of it too. But the Tower of Terror, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> thanks for that. No, I'm just kidding. Someday, someday. <laughs> so here's a question uh, that I think the listeners would love. I want to know: What are some of the Disney parks benefits that you yes. get as an employee? <laughs> Since this is a Disney yeah, yeah. show, um, so there's a couple different tiers of Disney employee things. There's the you know, I used to have like a, a freelancer badge basically and that one you don't you don't get anything, but that's fine. That's great. Because you're working yeah. at that point you're still like, oh, I'm here. Right. I get to eat Walt's chili at the <laughs> studio cafeteria. Um uh then there's uh, a different you'll see if you're at Disneyland and you see the back of people's badges, uh you'll see like an A and that means that you get like a twenty percent discount on food and merchandise. And that's typically what people who are working at the park will have, and you'll kind of spot that. Um, I have a B discount, which means I get 35% off merch for me and my family. Nice. And then 20% <laughs> off food. And um, I have what's called a silver pass that gets me and my, they look at your tax dependence, like on your, so you can't fake it, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, and how many kids you have, how many dependents you have between the ages of, I think, three and 21. It might maybe 25, but uh, so I can get me and my immediate family into the park for free. That's awesome. Yeah. And that works at Disneyland, Disney World, Paris, Hong Kong, oh, Shanghai, dang. but not Tokyo. 
about oh, Tokyo. because of the Tokyo partnership. Oh, yeah, yes. that's right. Yeah. 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 It's basically ran by somebody else. Right, right. And then hotel-wise? Hotel-wise, um, I'm staying between, depending on how many uh, uh, discounts they've used, like how many other cast members have used X many, dis- uh, like a certain number of discounts, between 25 to 60% off hotels. Oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> so. So Bryce and I are old friends, and this past weekend I took, or this past week I took my sons. We went to Disneyland. We stayed at the Disneyland Hotel. Bryce also gets friends and family discounts. I do. Nice. I, get, I get a certain amount per year yeah. at the, at the hotels. Yeah. This is the second time Bryce has been kind enough to let me use it. The first time was a few years ago. I think I get five a year. And you do not trade it for anything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's been people who've been fired this year for selling their, you know, you get a certain number of free tickets to give to, you know, so you can take people with you or whatever. Right. I know that like, they are very hard on that rule of like, if you sell it, like, I I don't know how much the guy sold it for, but whatever it was, it had to be less than what it cost at the main gate. Mm -hmm. And it was just like terminated, not, not worth it. Yeah. Not worth I have to think about how many employees there are. I mean, oh, holy yeah. cow! Right. And so, then the other, the other park thing. The question that that I would have is: Have you ever been in a canoe? <laughs> have I ever been in a canoe? Yes. You want me to tell you about the canoe races? Yeah, yeah I think I'd that's love to hear so about that. cool. That's something the rest of us don't have access. <laughs> to. Yeah. Um, so for the past, it's been I think fifty five years. There's been canoe races mm-hmm. at Disneyland. I don't know the exact number. I think that's right, <laughs> but I think it's around. It's either fifty three or fifty five. There's been canoe races around the rivers of America. Um, I've, so I've done it twice, um, where you get up once a week, and uh, it's a very it's a very serious affair. Uh, you know, in different divisions of the company, race against each other. You get pit in four different divisions based on your time trials. It's about a six to nine week thing and it happens you know you go once a week um so i'm on the um i'm trying to i can like what's our name what's our name <laughs> there was the oars awakens was one of our team oh, names. Nice. <laughs> and then holland oars was the that's our holland oars holland oars um and it is very serious thing like to the point where the team that always like the division that always has the we got into the hardest division this year. So we were super happy with ourselves because our time was really good. We made it around the river. I think our fastest time was four minutes and 35 seconds, which if you've ever done the ride would seem completely impossible because (laughs) of the people that you're with, you're like, Oh my gosh. And the whole time the canoe leaders or the, you know, cast members that run the ride, they're Uh like, why did you do this? You have to paddle the whole time. (laughs) You're stupid. It's not quite as like, I'm an idiot as the jungle cruise. It's like, you're an idiot because you did this. Um, but yeah, no, the, uh, so you get into the park at like 4am. Yeah. We go, we start, we start about 5am cause you have to be done and cleared out by 715. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So I've done that twice and, but the leaders in those division, like you think you're really hot stuff cause uh-huh. you've gone around in four minutes, 15 seconds and you see the guys who run the Disneyland canoes attraction and they're doing it in like three 30. Oh, and you're like, Oh my gosh, like, how are you doing that? And not only are like these guys have, you know, guys and girls like super fit, uh-huh. you know, but then you find out that they're practicing in Newport beach once a week, 
Like, (laughs) and they, they like actually have like the Newport Aquatics Club will give out a free canoe for them to practice there. It's like a whole community (laughs) thing that you're like, it's almost like a little cult that you didn't know about. Yeah. And you guys go all the way around. You go all the way around. Yeah. It's shortened now that, uh, you know, Galaxy's Edge cut it out a little bit. So, you know, you can't quite compare the times with, Mm -hmm. you know, 30 years ago and be like, we bested them so well, (laughs) you know, but, uh, yeah, no, there's very specific points where our team is like, this is where we switch sides. This is where, you know, and if you bump that canoe in the rock, you are disqualified uh-huh. for good, like for the rest Dang. of the tournament. Because <laughs> they're they're fragile canoes. They're not like, oh, it's a prop, you know. Is it not hard? It would be hard for me to not want to slow down to like look at the burning house or the right. family right. or the... <laughs> You know well, and I mean? some of like, that, some of that stuff isn't quite operating yet. You know, they don't oh, flip yeah. the switch yet, yeah, but then you're, point. sometimes you're on the river and then the waterfall starts going, you know, and oh, you're like, oh man. But usually by the time you're out on the water, the sun is up just enough for you to like kind of take in that you're the only um, ones there. That'd be a, I think that'd be a cool moment. Yeah. No, Being there by yourself. Oh my gosh. You could be that close to a keel boat. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's really cool. It's, it's that you know, the first week you're like, yeah, I get to do this. And by the ninth week, you're like, how many weeks do we have left? Just because you're getting <laughs> yeah. up. The pe- I'm lucky because I live close enough. I'm only 15 minutes away. But everyone that I work with, there's people that are like, I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning to do it, to drive to work, to meet everybody, drive down. Jeez. And then they all drive back and they're like, oh. And, you know, everyone's taking a nap at lunch because they're just exhausted from doing it. Sure. But, uh, no, it's, it's something I don't take for granted it's cool. at all. But, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, so you have a book out. I do. I have one book called, um, making magical memories. It's father and son's handbook to Disneyland. It's made up of 12 different trips that you can mm-hmm. take. Um, it, it is geared more a little bit towards annual pass holders, uh-huh. but I think it does help. You can kind of combine the trips if you're looking to come from out of town and there's, uh, you know, a list of attractions to try to hit that are kind of on theme. And so, uh, you know, if you're going to go in July, I don't recommend that you, well, in that area, you know, we don't say you should do Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, and anything that's going to make you wait 90 minutes. Um, it's more, you know, it's July, it's Patriotic Month, do Mr. Lincoln, do the riverboat, mm-hmm. here are the, the areas you can go to kind of chill and not be so hot. But we also say, you know, here's a treat inside the park you should try. Here's a meal inside or outside the park and maybe a treat on the outside of the park too. And then, you know, we have uh, little things that you should look out for, like a can of Pepsi. Like when was the last time you saw a can of Pepsi <laughs> inside Disneyland? And just, just something to do while you're kind of hanging out because, you know, as you two know, they do not sell Pepsi at That's the correct. Disneyland resort. So somebody would have had to bring in yeah. a can. Uh, it's been a couple years since we wrote that. My son wrote it with me. Um, we are talking about doing an update However, we I have another book due out soon that's called um, Walt Disney World for the Disneylander. And uh, we're really close to finishing uh, that. And so I expect that that will be on sale through our publisher, Theme Park Press, in the next month or two. So, nice. yeah. so uh, the current book, yeah. where can they get that? They uh, you can get it on Amazon.com uh, or ThemeParkPress.com. But usually Amazon's just the, the easiest one to do. And uh-huh. you can do that. Uh, just by looking up Making Magical Memories, and it'll be the top uh, book, and there'll be a picture of an illustration of me and my son mm-hmm. as he kind of looks a, a little bit like Calvin. Calvin I was say, I heard yeah. Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, you did a Kickstarter for that. Yeah, we did a Kickstarter, which you very you know graciously donated to. But yeah, we raised around thirty six hundred dollars. Yeah, and uh, you know somebody ordered it, and they're like, "I love the book. One of the rides that you recommend to go on isn't there anymore." And it was the <laughs> Luigi's Flying Tires. Oh, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, has yeah. been changed, and the <laughs> principle applies of what to do. But yeah, um, you know, and we don't have a Galaxy's Edge section in the book yet, sure. but. From two years ago, exactly. So uh, more than two you know, years. No, it's it's been probably about five years. Yeah, I was gonna say it's since been I, several since, years. Yeah. yeah, but you know the, uh, the I don't profess to go out there and say, hey, I'm the expert in going to Disneyland in terms of, you know, let me tell you about the history. Like let's let's go uh, or you know I can't. I'm I'm not like some of the influencers that go out and will say, hey, you know, this is what you should do. Here's the latest treat that's in here. I try to be more of like. If you want to have like a really great time yeah. and make the most of your trip, here's the kind of attitude you have to uh-huh. embrace and here are some fun things to know along the way. And here's some fun things to do with your kids because one of my favorite times to go in the park is right at rope drop. Right? Oh, yeah. Because everyone's happy. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> and then on the flip side, there's some nights where I get done with work and I you know, take the train back and I get to Disney and I meet my family that's already there. And I can see, and I can see like the mom or dad that's yelling at the five-year-old and they're like, you're embarrassing all of us, you know? And I'm like, oh man, everyone's tired and they're ticked off and I'm just arriving and I'm like, and so the, some of the, uh, like ideal, you have to let go of certain things when you go to Disneyland, like the idea of being right, you know, especially if you're going with people who have, uh a certain way that they want to do things. Um, uh, you know, and you can't always be the planner, but just going with the flow, that's kind of what more of the thing is about. And that's kind of where like my Disney world book drops in too, especially uh-huh. if you've been to Disneyland a lot, there's certain things that you're like, and we always do this and this is how we do it. And those rules do not apply at Disney world, uh, yeah, at all. Really it's different. a whole different mindset. And it's, um, it's, there was a guy I knew really well in my early twenties I went to school with and he, you know, really wanted to have the Disney world's better than Disneyland conversation. <laughs> and I was like, you really just can't. That is the most futile you know? discussion. Yeah. <laughs> they really are two different, yeah. they're two different places, you know, and it's yeah. two different experiences. And my kids, you know, they live 15 minutes from Disneyland. So they're completely spoiled. But my eight year old daughter will be like, Hey, so can we move to Florida? I'm like, no, we're not checking that. That's not something we're going to check off the list. Yeah. So uh, that new book should be out around. Yeah. Like around Christmas time, Uh hopefully. And that'll be at the same place. People can get it. Yeah. You can get it at Amazon theme park press. Um, You know, if you, uh, maybe they can uh, email your podcast and you can do uh, who would like to be notified when the book is out. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, um, there's, you know, there's a couple really unique things that I think make Disney world really fun. We had one incident where our stroller got stolen at Disney world. And so there's a section in there that's all about like, how do you deal with that? What do you do? (laughs) What did we do? Uh Who did we tell? Like what, what came of it? And we actually had a really, I don't want to be like, we had a positive experience when our stroller was stolen (laughs) because it really stunk. But you know, as far as it could have, uh, everything that could have gone right uh-huh. about the experience did. And we didn't get our stroller back ever, but we uh, were able to get a replacement one 
um, much easier than, Mm -hmm. you know, we thought we would have. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah. Well, I look forward to that book because I've never been to uh, Walt Disney World myself. Yeah, my my kids are like, when are we going again? I'm like, I didn't go until I was 30 years old, so don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I actually just had a coworker that went for her first time. Oh, man. She was about 30. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, I think there's different ways to do Disney World where I think that for me it was, I always thought it was going to cost, you know, well, we can't go to Disney World because it's going to cost way more Uh than going to Disneyland. And, you know, there are... Uh, there are ways to do it that maybe take skipping your every year trip to Disneyland uh, <laughs> and then going, skipping one year or skipping six months and doing Disney World. You can make it work. I, I think, think as a longer vacation, for sure it's cheaper Yeah, with Disney World, especially because your transportation to and from the airport is included if you stay on site. That's nice. <laughs> you can stay on site for 100 bucks a night. Yep. During discount, and that's times. not even that's not even just in the tents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, technically you can stay you can on do site that for too. Yeah. <laughs> Fair point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the campground, but yeah, I mean you can stay at at uh, some of the all star resorts for literally a hundred bucks a night. Yep, and that includes your transportation to and from the airport. That includes you know all your transportation well, within the parks. And there's times where they do like free food with your yeah. We've done that. (laughs) We've done the Disney dining, the free Disney dining plan, and that is amazing. Because then you're literally, you show up, you eat when you want, you do what you want. Yep. It's a fun time. Yeah, you know, I've I've never done the Disney dining thing just because it conflicts too much with my cast member uh, discount. Like, there's not a reason for me to do it as much. You're already getting 30%. Right. Like, I'm getting a certain (laughs) percentage off for the hotels, a different price with the Disney plan. and. I know a lot of people have been like, we had so much food on the Disney dining plan. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, at the the last day, we were just getting everything we could. You know, but, yeah, that's yeah. how it goes. We've yeah. done it. We've done it quite a few times. We've probably done it five times. Well, and I, I like we got flights from L.A. for ninety five dollars each way, nonstop. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's just about like the right time to the right time when you're going to go. Just kind of finding it, but anyway, that's all in there. That's oh, all awesome. in there. There'll probably gotta be something I left out. Yeah, oh, well, man. I got to read the it's book. It's so good. We'll have no. to check it out when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, unless Sean has any other questions, uh, we like to do something with our interviewers. Well, interview. Yeah. Interviewees. Our subjects. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a little 20 questions. All right, great. We like to ask. So I'm going to go ahead and do that. Do it's it. just kind of like a rapid fire. Mm-hmm. Thing. So uh, the first section is the Churro. 10 favorites. No, I'm just so <laughs> Churro could be one of the answers. <laughs> Looks like uh, we've, we've changed some things, but uh, first one, favorite ride in Disneyland, the Disneyland Park. Probably Indiana Jones. It yeah. changes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jones. Certain days it'll be Splash Mountain. Uh-huh. If it's hot enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite ride in California Adventure. Oh, man. This is so hard for me. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. You got to pick one. I know. That's the Ten, rules. Nah. Uh, Soaring over California. <laughs> oh yeah. They brought that back. Yeah. They brought back the old one. Oh, did you, was so fun did you get to see, see that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to Toy Story Midway Mania. Oh, nice. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I just, ne- I never like jumped to go to that one first. Cause it was like up oh, 75 minutes. <laughs> we got stuck in there last week for 20 minutes. Really? On yeah. the target when the targets were zero? Well, well the targets were all zero. So yeah. I honed in my shot. Just sat there. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, your favorite churro. There's so many churros these days. I, I 
I just stick with the regular. Classic. Nice. Yeah. Uh, the favorite, your favorite parade. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. The thing that's hard about that question is what was your favorite parade the first time you saw it? Right. And I, I don't know. I really used to like the Pixar play parade, and uh-huh. now I'm like, it's a, it's come too much. <laughs> and I really like sound sensational. Uh-huh. And now I've come to probably a Christmas parade. Yeah, I'll use that one. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, your favorite land? I don't know, this. man. <laughs> you got be this. judged on this. You judge <laughs> I know, one. but you have to understand. I will be <laughs> no, hounded on, about this one. There you uh, go. You'll be graded. <laughs> um, I, I'll go with my the twelve year old answer for me is Tomorrowland. Awesome. Uh, your favorite snack? Um, right now there is um churro flavored uh, toffee. Oh, really? I didn't know that. That's that's me and my wife's go to. Nice. That is our go to. Oh yeah, it's dang, it's fantastic. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite meal to get? Um, we love to eat at the, uh, Riverbell Terrace. Oh yeah. They just re changed the menu and I mean, on a nice evening you sit out. Let me change my answer. Club 33. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that uh, answers the next one. What's your favorite restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Club 33. How can you, how can it not be Club 33? <laughs> Some of us haven't been, so. I know. Sorry, man. <laughs> I got really, I got really, I lucked out really bad three times. <laughs> Just like Sean. The thing is, like, yeah, the only you find is out I when I lucked out four times. Right. Like, maybe five. I think you keep doing your thing uh, and people know that you're that much of a fan. Someday uh, you're going to get somebody that's going to say, hey, I know how much you love it. Keep my fingers let crossed. me let me take you there. I had a sugar daddy benefactor. I was able to go anytime for a <laughs> yeah. couple of years there. Yep. So I that's think I went five or six times. I, I, I <laughs> It was somebody that I went to BYU with's dad had a membership and said, I know how much you love this. Let me see if we can get you to go in. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then uh, the other two times were somebody else that, same thing, knew how much I appreciated Uh it. And that I would actually appreciate it while I went, and I wouldn't embarrass them. Yeah, right. One of these days, one of these days. Uh, Your favorite meet and greet character? Um. Mickey Mouse. Of course. Uh, Your favorite souvenir from the park? I don't know if you buy souvenirs. We do. We buy too much (laughs) stuff. We actually buy a balloon every six weeks, Uh and it stays in the house for six weeks. It floats for six weeks. Those are some pretty good balloons. They are. That's pretty cool. They last for a long time. (laughs) The one thing that I can't handle is that black tag noise when it hits the linoleum. Mm. Or the tile floor <laughs> in the middle of the night, you're, as it starts to f- come down, it'll be like clink, clink, clink. Yeah, um, but you know, we did get a lightsaber recently from uh, Galaxy's Edge. <sighs> yeah, and it's it's pretty sweet. The two hundred dollar lightsaber. Yes, we went and did the class. Sorry, the two hundred minus thirty five percent lightsaber. No, we do not get our discount on that class. Oh, really? Yep. Man. Oh. Uh, we did it like the first weekend at Savvy's workshop. I cool. put it on my YouTube channel. The whole class. Uh, I would say if you are thinking about doing it, you should absolutely do it. It's a great once in a lifetime experience. Yeah. Uh, um, if, if that's what it is, but you know, 
obviously it'd be great if you could do do it more often than that but how many lightsabers do you need yeah, <laughs> right yeah. all four right, right. <laughs> well you can buy the crystals separately and then uh, you can swap them out so that's that's what we've been doing nice. but no awesome. that, the, it's a pretty sweet uh i also have some of those uh robert uh Azwelski, i think is his last name i can't remember off the top of my head they're little sculptures uh-huh. uh, of the park and at one point you could get all of them and connect them yeah and, I have a awesome. couple of those in my office. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the next 10 are this or that. This should be a lot quicker, easier for you. Uh, so World of Color or Fantasmic? Uh, Fantasmic. Churro. The last one, not the oh. one. <laughs> The Peter Pan ship one, not yeah, the pirate. Like the pirate. One. I think it's f- good for now, but swap it out at some point. Right. Uh, churro or Dole Whip? <sighs> Depends on the season. <laughs> Come on, just answer. No. <laughs> just answer it. Uh, churro. There you go. Turkey leg or corn dog? Corn dog. Marvel or Star Wars? Mm. That's a hard one. That's really <laughs> hard. Um, Marvel. Oh, nice, nice. My brother is the Star Wars one. <laughs> I am the Marvel one. Uh, fireworks or parades? Fireworks. Mickey or Donald? Mickey. Pirates or Haunted Mansion? Mm. Uh, Pirates as a ride, Haunted Mansion as a culture impact. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Nice way to dance around that. That's a good way. That's a good way. (laughs) Yeah. So do you like the Haunted Mansion? You're talking about the movie? Haunted Mansion movie versus... Oh, no. (laughs) Haunted Mansion or Haunted Mansion Holiday? Original. Space Mountain or Hyperspace Mountain? Space Mountain. Tower of Terror or Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout? I will say Guardians, actually. Nice. That's all I got for you. You passed, sir. Phew. You can come back. Oh, good. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah, you know, I will say really quick, if you, like, hate me for saying Guardians. No. I don't. I, I don't. I get it. I like that the ride is now more about fun Oh, yeah. Than about scaring the crud out of the kids. Yeah. I like to be scared, but the uh, only the only yeah. thing I truly miss from it is the cast members. Mm-hmm. The cast members from were so encouraged with Tower of Terror to yeah. be creepy. Yeah. yeah, that they were. I think the cast members were a little more fun. Yep. But I think this is culturally much more relevant, and it is a blast. I and thought the, uh, yeah. the cast members were pretty good uh, for the Halloween one. Yeah, it's true. We did we did both. Last week we did Monsters After Dark and regular. I've never done Monsters After Dark. Uh, Monsters, Isn't it's that not same? that different. Yeah. It's not, not that really. different. But, but it's, it's always fun. the same. But it's yeah. really fun. Yeah, okay. it is really fun. I love the rocket animatronic that yeah. comes up. And... Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. Yeah, awesome big stuff. Fan. Well, thank you for, yeah, thanks for having, uh, me. having this interview with us. Yeah. Um, you, I don't know if you have any, you mentioned a YouTube channel. Is there anywhere you want people to Yeah, go? I mean, uh, you can come check out. We do put some Disney, D- Disneyland, Disney World stuff on our YouTube channel. Um, it's just uh, youtube.com slash Bryce Rand, B-R-Y-C-E-R-A-N. But uh, you can get my book on Amazon. Um, and um, if you would be so gracious to forward me anybody's email address that would like to be notified sure. when uh, the new book comes out, you know, I, it'll be, uh, you know, I try to do more short and sweet stuff. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, I'm not looking to compete with, you know, the Burnham's 
Rinderbaum's official guide uh, or even the unofficial <laughs> guide, or it's just too much for me to read. I'm like, I don't have time for that. Right. Um, but you know, anything to, uh, I, I like how I feel when I'm at the park. I like how my family is when we're at the park. And I hope that whatever I can do to help other people feel that way when they're there, um, you know, that's my goal is awesome. to help spread that feeling. Awesome. And then people can see your name on the credits of various uh, animated yeah, features. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the, I'm like, what's the <laughs> next one that's, uh, that's coming out? But, you know, um, yeah, they can see that. Awesome. You know, if they're watching, check out Disney Plus soon. Yeah, can't <laughs> wait. It's going to be yeah. fun. Cool. Yeah. Well, thanks again. Well, thanks for and, having me. And uh, we'll look forward to your book. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Bryce. ladies and gentlemen that was our interview with bryce randall hope you enjoyed it as much as i enjoyed talking with him and hearing all that information um so uh if you liked it let us know if you're interested i don't know if he said it in the interview i can't remember if you're interested in that new book he talked about uh on a release date for that and you want to be notified before it comes out, once they have that solid release date, please let us know. I'll go ahead and forward that on to Bryce, and uh, we'll make sure that you're notified. Cool. Um, so, should be a good book. Uh, it's Walt Disney World for the Disneyland fan. So, basically, it sounds like he's breaking down Walt Disney World for people who mainly do Disneyland. So, like me. Yeah. That would be a good book for you, good book for me. Uh, I assume one day, me and you, maybe not together. Maybe At some point, we're both going to get over there. We will be uh, going to Walt Disney World. So One day. So that will be a good book. I'm excited to read it myself, learn a little bit more about the Walt Disney World Resort through the eyes of a Disneyland fan. So For sure. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Sorry that this probably went over a little bit longer than you're used to. You'll be okay. But you'll be all right. You'll survive. You just get a little extra (laughs) word on the Main Street magic today. Yeah, exactly. So, again, thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, again, please share that with those that might also enjoy it. Um, If you like the podcast, please... If whatever platform you're listening to us on, if you can, leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. We are on the following platforms as far as we know. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, and Google Play. All right. And then, of course, like I mentioned earlier, we are on social media. We're on Twitter. Our handle is at WOT Main Street. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash word on the main street. And of course, our biggest social media page, Instagram, uh, our handle is at word on the main street. So go find us, follow us, interact with us, give like us reviews, us, review us. Reviews are great. Subscribe I'm, us. I'm thinking we need to do a giveaway for some when reviews. we hit 100 iTunes reviews. Ooh, that's so. Uh, little ways away, but it is a, a little ways idea. away. It's but if idea. we hit a hundred, we'll do a giveaway. Boom. I like your thinking. 
like your style. I try. <laughs> I just come up with these these things on the fly, you know. Just gonna you throw wouldn't them even out there. notice. It's just like it was already there. You just blurted that. It was out. somewhere <laughs> deep down inside. It was already there. Well, awesome. Yeah, leave us some reviews. Let us get to a hundred reviews. Mostly five stars. Oh, five <laughs> stars. Uh, Should I say we have to get to a hundred five star reviews? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, I want a hundred honest reviews, and we're yes. at forty-one as of tonight. Yes. So. So keep them coming. Yes. Only fifty-nine more. We'll give something away, yep. and maybe we'll even ship it out on time. Hey, hey that <laughs> oh. would be something, wouldn't it? <laughs> A uh, big apology to our last winner. We finally got that out. <laughs> My bad, not Brian's bad. Don't blame him. Yeah, blame don't me. blame me. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, we do want to thank Bryce Gardner for our theme song. Thank you, Bryce. Check him out. He does music under the name of Delta Theory. He's on all music streaming platforms. And uh, that's it. So thank you guys so much. For joining us this week, uh, please join us every week, every Wednesday, to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.